It is time now for the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway along for the ride Zoom podcast. Jeff is on assignment, meaning he's on vacation and good for him. Yes. And yeah. No ways. This episode of the Ryan Goodman, Tangway along for the ride podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. So check it out. All right, let's get to it. Um, we're going to continue with the Marcus Smart uh, situation because he spoke to the media. So what we're going to do is while uh, we all know that Bob was a Marcus Smart fan, but he realized something had to give. Uh, we're going to hear from Marcus and then make some comments on that. Uh, first piece of the interview we'll hear from Marcus off the top was that he was shocked that he was dealt. He found out via Twitter uh, because he had been sleeping and he had been told that there were no trade talks, that he was good. Let's listen to Marcus here. Um, it was it was a shock for sure. Um, I think I, for me, I was actually asleep and uh, my agent called my fiance. She woke me up out of a sleep, like literally about, I think like, it was right after the deal had been made and I think Shams had already tweeted it out. And that's how we found out. And then, uh, you know, I, I went to the gym the next day, get my stuff. And uh, then I talked to Brad and uh, Joe and a couple other guys uh, that was there at the gym. But it was definitely uh, it was definitely shocking to find out that way, uh, especially because the week before I was already told that we were good. And, you know, they weren't it was no trade talks to me and uh, I was good. So, you know, we was expecting that. But for me, I understand the business uh, side of it. And uh, I've always been like that, and anybody knows me knows that, you know, I'm the first one to tell people, you can't put personal with business, it just doesn't mix. And if you do, you're gonna get yourself hurt, so. Bob, it seems to me that at the time, the Celtics thought that Marcus wasn't going anywhere, but as we know, another deal fell through and that put him back on the market. Did they make a mistake by making that promise? Well, the promise, yeah, it's always a mistake if you promise something like that. It, it, and and for any team in any sport at any time, and then break the promise. That's not good business because for, for no other reason, the word gets around, you know, your reputation around the league is suddenly altered to a degree. And Brad was like clean as, you know, as clean as anybody could be, you know, in terms of his image and his dignity, his, his morality, his, his ethics, his, you know, all that, you know, and I mean, it's doesn't, he's no longer, it doesn't mean he was automatically become a bad person, but, but he may, but this was a tactical error. Yeah, and there's also two sides to every story as well. Yeah, that's you know, right. You know, to be fair to Brad, I mean, we know that Brad Stevens is not ingenuine. I mean, he's not a liar. He doesn't lie to people. We know that. So, you know, it very well could have been a misinterpretation where Brad yeah. may have said, you know, you're good for now, or right now everything looks good. And Marcus took it one way. But regardless, Bob, of what happened, Marcus was going to be hurt no matter what. I mean, no matter what. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's the longest tenured Celtic. He spent, you know, he's he spent nine years here, more than believe it or not. And uh, uh, you know, and he associated himself with with the Celtics. I think he plugged into the mystique. You know, I think he really, I think he would have been as proud as anybody on this roster to have been a part of an 18th banner. 
I, I don't think there's any question about that. And, and it's and that that's an unfortunate part of of, of losing Marcus Smart. Um, yeah, there's no question. Uh, my I'm thinking, you know, it's, I just running through my head once again, as you were talking about how the trade with the uh, involving Brogdon fell through uh, due to the injury. And I'm wondering, you know, was how how quickly the smart thing materialized or, or did it materialize? Did, was there a plan B? Was he a plan B all along or suddenly? Because if not, wow, that's a that's a quick decision, isn't it? If if not, and you, you wonder, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I just wonder. Uh, I, well, I never you have to think. I mean, let's let's Brad Stevens, and we're gonna, you know, we'll throughout the summer we'll be talking about Brad's moves, and obviously Brad is not standing pat because we'll get to Grant Williams in a minute. I mean, you know, Brad Stevens is a nice guy, great guy. You know, you want to have a beer with on your back porch, and he and I do believe he is not disingenuous, but he will trade you. He will change things up. Oh, he no. will say we are not standing pat, and that's what he's done you know, with the Celtic team. So I have to believe, Bob, that Brad has run through every scenario with the exception of trading Jason Tatum and maybe even then. Because Belichick used to do it. Belichick, you know, in his heyday, when he was on top of his game, he knew where everybody was going. He had all kinds of scenarios. I mean, don't you believe, isn't it Brad Stevens' job to have value on a board for every player and possibilities of how he could make his team better? Well, if that's the case, he learned at the foot of the master, because we know Danny, I used to say, was the most fearless general manager in the league. Right. And, and uh, you know, it's the stuff that he did, and including bringing back Antoine Walker at the time, was right. shocking. To, no one saw that coming. And um, so, yeah, I, 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 no, fair, valid point. Valid point. So I think he studied, you know, he, he, he studied uh, at, at Danny's feet. And, and so... No, you're right. Okay. All right. I, I just still think, wow, I, I had to be. So well, I, have also, to say- I think another thing, you know, to support your fandom of Marcus Smart, I think other teams probably asked about him. I mean, while I was frustrated with him at times, Jeff Goodman was frustrated with him at times. I think there were probably a lot of other teams that liked him and for his leadership and his passion and for his, Rick. for all the reasons you love him. Yeah. We'll probably ask it about him. Yeah, I could see that. I can see teams wanting, you know, I mean, you know, once again, we everybody would recognize his, his uh, inconsistent shooting and his his flaws. But the positives, I will always say, are unavailable anywhere else. He not there is no six five guy that is Marcus Smart. I'm sorry, there isn't. And and uh, you know, so it's a plus minus thing maybe. And and there there you go. Uh, I wish, you know, I will always wish that they could have won a championship with him playing the way he played. From the middle of January 2022 to right. the right up to game five of the finals last year, that he, he he acted as a point guard and he seemed to hone in, you know, his his, his top, tamp down his 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 uh, impetuous three point shooting and 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 he acted like a a, a true point guard. Right. And uh, we we talked about it and 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 you know, I, I would love to have that team to have, wish that team could have won with it, but this year you know it, that didn't quite materialize and and now. They're still without a two-point guard, unless you're going to call uh, uh, Pritchard one, and he's right. He's, yeah, yeah, shooting, yeah. he's a shooting guard who happens to be six feet, you know, two or whatever he is. So, well, if you have if you have Tatum, yeah, and Brogdon's healthy. Yeah, well, but you, I, yeah, yeah, and White. Is I mean, he one? They're, they're, well, he can be. I mean, he's it's close enough, I guess. It's the closest they got. Those two are the closest they got, and and it could be enough because you do have Tatum, who is who can see the floor. Who, who, who at his best 
you know, is is a uh, more not just a, a scorer. And uh, yeah, it's possible he could be, you know, a, a a Boston version of what Durant is, frankly. And and, and you, also, you know, you also have Derek White. We got White. So I mean, I'm I'm yeah okay. I mean, I'm just saying I I'll live with this. Uh, you know, and, and right now, I mean, if White playing, you know, the the best we've seen of White is is very good. It's damn good. Right. And now, plus we know the defense, and and uh, um, and I'm a, you know, we, there's no reason to get off the Brogdon bandwagon. We, he was hurt, damn it. And that that that, that was an underplayed uh, thing in the finals, you know, and in, in the conference finals. Sure. And, uh, and he was hurt, and uh, I hope he recovers. Now they still, I'm still a little concerned how ex- the depth of or extent of the injury since they're not talking about it much uh at all and 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 for it to be enough to uh, scared the clippers away from obviously thinking well he's we're worried that he won't recover or else they would have made the trade right yeah, so that's a problem i don't know and this I mean, is Celtics, this is a loose end gar this right. is a loose end for me in this summer yeah no no you're, you're right about that and we've heard some rumblings from causeway that um uh, well, that uh, he's going to be fine. That it's an overreaction by the Clippers. <laughs> you know, it was an over. That's I've heard some rumbling. It's an overreaction. He'll be fine. We'll see. I don't know. It's a fine point. There's one more thing I want to touch on with Marcus that I want. I want to give him credit for because Lord knows I was critical of his game, uh, with the exception of the period you talked about where he was fabulous. Yeah. Um, let's hear from Marcus on his special bond with the city. That seems yeah. like a collective kind of depression. People trying to get over what happened. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I, I grew up here, you know, nine years here, um, you know, in the city. Um, you know, I've done stuff in the city, you know, to, to, to become more acquirable to the city for myself. And, you know, I just built a special bond with the fans and, and the people of Boston. You know, I don't think there's no place in Boston that I can go where, you know, I wouldn't be welcome. And uh, that speaks volumes. Uh, it's definitely tough. I'm hearing it all the time from everybody, um, the fans. Every time I see them, they're devastated. The city is devastated. Um, and you know, I understand why. We grew up together. You know, so it's definitely tough. It's definitely hard to say goodbye. I know talking to some of these fans, I definitely get emotional. Uh, you know, they're coming up to me and they're bawling. So um, I definitely have heard. You know, everybody's disappointed, but. Like I said, you know, it's a business first. Uh, Boston will always be in my heart. I love Boston. But, you know, they decided to, they they made a move where they thought was best for the team. And that's all you can ask for. Look, you and I have been around here a long time. And Boston is a tough place to play. And what I do appreciate about Marcus, and I wish other players felt the same way, is he loved playing here, Bob. It's a rarity. It's a rarity now. I mean, he love playing here. Some guys don't like it. Some guys don't like the pressure. Some guys don't like the sports radio. Some guys don't like the media. They don't like the culture. He loved it. Look, it's always encouraging to me to hear a person of color say something good about Boston, an athlete, because the the the, the bad thing is still hanging out there as recently as a couple of years ago with right. uh, you know, the Adam Jones thing. And, and, and you know, there are still, I, I suspect there are people with clauses in their contract that uh, have a Boston as a no trade place. Uh, I, 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 you know, we know that has happened in the past. Wouldn't shock me if there's a little few of those things hanging around. So it's good to hear a person of color phrase Boston to say, I love the, the environment. I like, like, I was happy living here when, when the game was over. That's the implication we get from him too, right? He so great. I mean, I, listen, I saw, I saw Marcus at community events. 
Marcus was a great ambassador for the Celtics. It's really, he just took too many threes late in the game, you know, for me, but he was great for the team. I mean, you know, I mean, it's hard. You know, some players, they got their, they listen to the sports radio. This is a tough town still. And with social media, some guys come in here, they have a bad game. They get clobbered, you know, Marcus had his critics, obviously. Oh, he's got it. The nature of his game is going to produce critics, obviously. Yeah, but, you know, he handled it. And that's one thing I will always appreciate Marcus is he said, I loved being here. And I think that that's fantastic. Now, the big thing, of course, is he's going to have to change his hair color. And, uh, you know. Oh, I know. That's right. He just moved into a new house. Poor guy. Um, Doesn't that always happen with guys? uh, Yeah. yeah, A new house and they get traded. That's why I know. That is such an age-old saga in sports. It's true. Yes. So, well, anyway, it. I, I hope he deserves to be finally remembered. And when he returns next year, I hope there's a tremendous standing ovation and and maybe even a, a, a video tribute. And the highlight for me will be the intercepted alley oop intended for Giannis. <laughs> right. That is no other. That is my favorite Marcus play of all time. And the, is uh, is that play? And uh, so anyway, yeah, he'll get a standing ovation. There's no doubt. I speak. How do you think he's going to be as far as being a mentor to Ja? And does Ja need a mentor? Interesting. Oh, I, I that, that's that's a very good subplot, uh, and it's a very good adjunct for for Memphis uh, that that he might be able to, uh, you know, help out in that regard. Uh, you know, it's it's not fair to ask him to make that part of his job description, but my guess is that he's savvy enough to assume it. So we'll see. I think that at the end of the day, I mean, Ja is still the guy. I mean, Josh is still going to oh, be the man. Talent. I mean, he's, he's really talented. Talent. But what Marcus Smart can teach other players is why they should love the game and be grateful for what they have. You know, and I guess it's easy for me to say that. But um, he loves to play. He appreciates what he has. And I think that that will be good for the Grizzlies. Yeah, so moving so. on from Marcus. Yes. Um, the Grant Williams thing situation. Yeah, good for him. I mean, it's a sign of trade with Dallas. Uh, three-team deal in the Spurs. The Celtics get a $6.2 million trade exception. Williams gets a four-year deal at $53 million, which I think for him, do take that money and run. I totally agree. Look, I'm, I'm I'm not upset or anything. I'm happy for him. And 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 he was going to he was squeezed out of the rotation last year. What's going to happen now with Porzingis? And 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 we don't know what else they might do. So, but still with the because, and he saw that, he knows that. Um you know, just he's going to have a long NBA career as long as he really wants it as an auxiliary player. Right. He may very well someday be part of a rotation of a championship team. I have no I can envision that he could have been one here. And, and you know, he um, so he, he can he, he's got a value uh, and, and God knows he's a what is a terrific guy. And uh, it's a great guy. So, you know, I mean, I, I used to kid, you know, this all year about the Celtics leading the league in, in future politicians. And and of course we we're down one now we're down to we're down to two and right. I'm counting Brown in on that by the way and and um, I don't I don't think Al really wants to get involved in it but he could if he wanted to but but I'll, I'll, certainly Brogdon his best his future outside of it neither Brogdon nor Williams is going to have a future outside of basketball by choice when they're done I think you'll see oh yeah they'll do, they'll both do better they're going to do something else they won't be coaching they won't be a vagabond coach in the NBA no, 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 no. neither one of those guys at all and I don't know about Brown either so anyway. Um, uh, it, it was nice to have around. I always like, you know, and this isn't a, this is, it's, it, 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 it is useful. You know, that, that, that exception might come in handy 
and sure. and, it, and I'm happy for him. I said that I, uh, to people I, right away. I mean, I mean, Bob, you just said it. Auxiliary player, fifty three million guaranteed auxiliary no, for, player. I mean, right. <laughs> Uh, now you know we have now lost the two guys with grit. That's the thing, right? Have, so is that overrated? We lost, a, we lost a, a tough guy and a phony tough guy because you know Grant with the body he'll take charges and he mouthed off with people. But uh, you know he he he, he, he was reminding me more of Bert Lahr, the cowardly lion. Put him up, put him up, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> but but he did sacrifice the body at times. He was right. you know, and and as as of course we know, smart. I mean, Smart was a real tough guy. Absolutely. Don't get in a scrap with Smart. No, 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 no. no. Don't get in a scrap. No, no, no. He's the real. But we don't have any player with an edge. Is that overrated? Huh? Is that overrated? I, I, it, 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 it's an adjunct. It's something that's really good to have if you can find it. I'll put it that way. Can you live without it? If teams want it, of course they have. They can. But you know, we will never know. For example, we'll never know. the the incalculable value of, of we're going to get to him in a minute Draymond Green what he's meant to that team and sure. what he means to that team and 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 we'll continue now because he has been resigned but we'll never know if 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 he were something what makes him him is is the same the things kind of in a sense stuff that makes Marcus Marcus you know uh, and and take take away the edge and they're not who you know they, they never would have had the careers that they've had uh, anyway it's overrated good question. It, it's it, it's not absolutely necessary, but it's damn nice to have. Right. And, and I love Boston, we love it. So love out it. there, I'd love to, yeah, go as we go already back to Red and, uh, with Bob Harris, Bob Branham, and, and Jungle Jim. Honest to God. I, yeah. I, I, I actually was witness to a game in Philadelphia when I was, and, and when, when, uh, uh, Red sent Jim going to straighten out the, the, uh, the, the, the uh, situation when they were, they were picking on Koozie. And and uh, they sent Jungle Jim into you know law, restore some law and order to that game you know I mean that but anyway this is a long history of Boston you know that goes way back seventy years now but anyway um, it's nice to I, I'm what I've got to say is if I'd love to find the next who's the next PJ Tucker and bring him in here that that's he's like the standard of that right now right a lot of people with, now that and Draymond too because he's getting older too Tucker Tucker's been around. Yeah, so, too. I mean, I don't know who the young, I don't know who the young Tucker or Draymond is. I have to well, but, but but Draymond, though, is that I think Draymond is a talented basketball player as well. Oh, he is. I, oh, yeah. Oh, he, he oh, it, it, sure. He, he, he can pass. Oh, my God. No, he's a wonderful player. I mean, and, but, but that's the thing is we look at, like, I think Draymond's a better player than PJ Tucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, right. But, so, like, when but, we talk about, oh, Draymond, there's no question of, you know, PJ's one value on offense is stand in that corner, make the three. Draymond brings much more to the table than that offensively. Right. No question. So there's no one. Oh no, Draymond. You know, people are going to be talking about Draymond down the road. You know, you're one of those. Is he is he a Hall of Famer? Well, you know, I'm just saying. Of course, I'd say no, but but I I will see why you would. It wouldn't be a stupid thing to to try to put it all together and say that he that he that he brought something to the table that was special. And then uh, and the Warriors agree and they're re-signing them at 33 or four now to is that to, a good move for them? What do you think? Mind about, got four years. The Warriors done because some people think they've missed the window. Yeah, well, a lot of people do. And and I I I say, with all due respect to Denver and I, and they're a worthy champion and all that, that uh uh I'm not counting, I'm not turning my dismissing the Warriors yet, that they don't have an a, a 69 Celtics chance, you know. Right. That's what I that's what I said about them this year, and I'm going to say it about them next year before the season even starts. And if you don't know what that is, folks, uh, 
Go look it up. No, no, the 69 Celtics who finished 48 and 34. They were fourth in the division. They were they were coming off a championship. That Russell was supposed to be, you know, Russell was declining. Uh, yeah, haha. At 36 rebounds opening night, let people know he was still alive. By the way, that year, and uh, <laughs> uh, and they 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 had a home no home court in the playoffs, and they they wound up winning the championship. Uh, watch out! I'm, I'm not giving up on on Curry, Clay Thompson, and 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 Steph and 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 uh, and uh, you know and you know and they, plus they plus they made an off season move and you know they might little change a little change of scenery and it might help them out. Yeah, big one. You know, I mean, I mean, I you know, we'll see what what Chris Paul's got left, but it's an interesting. They're, no, they're clearly they're 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 saying to the world, we're still here. We right. think we're still. Here. Um, okay, a couple other moves here. Uh, the Fred Van Fleet, he ends up in Houston. What a great story by him. I mean, what a great story for him to come out of nowhere and have an NBA career. And um, so I want to dovetail. When he came out, people thought, well, he might be a roster guy. You know, right. oh, yeah. he might be the ninth and tenth guy. And he's made himself into a special player who, by the way, uh, just got a contract for uh, three years, 130 million. And, uh, and now, so it goes to a, you know, a, a crappy team. But it's not quite as crappy now that he's there, and and uh, they're, they're they're in the tank mode, you know. They're 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 in that uh, that trusty mode, I call it, you know. So uh, we'll see how that uh, how that works Does out. Does Jalen Brown fit with this is, it? This is the stuff. Well, you know, it 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 they're they're more enticing with Fred Van Lee on the team than they were the 24 hours prior. I'll just put it that way. To any prospective other free agent uh, or, or or person who'd like to relocate, uh, they, they they've acquired a little bit vein of, of respectability now with, with Fred Van Fleet. So, uh, but you know, the, the thing is, not so much what's happened in the, uh, with the uh, transfers, uh, shall we say, as much as the re-signings. You know, the, of course, Bradley Beal go to Phoenix is the is so far the big right, 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 right. one. And the one we're all waiting for, for the, the big, big, big shoe to drop is Lillard. What's going to happen finally? You know, he's, he, he absolutely doesn't want to play in Portland any longer. He's, he's made that emphatically clear. And, you know, but you, he wants to go to Miami. Does he here's a, I'm going to stop you real quick because I just saw this yeah. question. Yeah, because uh, I know you want to cover the other things. Um, if Lillard goes to Miami. And it's maybe crazy. Does he disrupt that chemistry? I I, I they I think their culture reigns him in to a degree. I think. OK, yeah, way. I really OK, do. no, I, I don't think he's Butler. We're not, we're not talking. Westbrook. We're not right. talking. We're, we're, we're just. It's a different personality. I think he would go there with the hoping to plug into the to the. Well, I'll the, tell you. I mean, if he goes there, man, and oh, what this are they is, got, you what, know, what, are they, what do they got though to give that they that that won't diminish? Oh them? yeah, yeah. Well, no, I know. There's there's, there's not gonna, it's not going to take. It's going to take. Well, it's going to take more than Tyler Hero, but at least Tyler Hero. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what do they got? I mean, he would that. have to hold out that type of thing. But if they were able to somehow scrape this whole deal together, and you're right. You know, that's the situation where you take a guy like him, like like him, and 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 you, it's his chance for a ring. He buys in. You know, yeah. they have the. It's, we all know that's a tough team that loves that. I mean, if, if you, you, you're not a basketball fan, if you don't like the Miami Heat, I mean, even you know, they, they, and, they do things the right way. Yeah. yeah, and and you bring in a star that buys in. That's a threat. Oh no, that would be that would be an eye opener. But I but at what cost? And 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 uh, but obviously. If in a, if in a, a world that doesn't exist, if you could trade Tyler Hero for for <laughs> Damian Lillard, you know, so you do that in a heartbeat. But yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I, I understand. What it's going to take a lot more than that. Right. Uh, so, what are some of the other deals? What are you? Looking well, at? I mean, I'm, I'm 
you know, I'm a regional vice president of the Demantis Sabonis fan club. And, yes, you are. And, uh, so we are all applauding here. Uh, we we Sabonis uh, Sabonis guys uh, that Sacramento has has rewarded him with five years and two seventeen. And you know, Sacramento, uh, I was on their case in the, uh, in their uh, playoffs. Uh, I like their young nucleus. It is young. Uh, they're a team on the move. Uh, they got something uh, nice going. I won't say special, but they got something nice going. They've got DeAndre, De'Aaron Fox. They got Monk. They got Harrison Barnes, who's who's having a you know good career now. <laughs> Kevin Herter. Um, <laughs> they need a little more seasoning. You know, they couldn't get by the Warriors, but I think they're going to be a real, real major threat next year for for the West. Um, the other. Um, I'm just going on a list of teams that are saying, "Hey, we're 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 selling up our guys." Lamelo Ball, just five years, two oh seven in, in in Charlotte. Uh, you know, of course, the brothers' career. Isn't that sad? Lorenzo Lonzo might be done. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad because you know, where were we? Our thought of the father it was crazy. The kids were the kids were floated above it in public. They were great. they did they really did. I imagine they floated above it in private. I can I always used to say I can imagine Lonzo coming into practice one day or Lamelo. And say, oh, dad went off again. Oh, you know, don't worry about it. You know, right. I don't, we don't listen to him, you know. We, we let him talk, you know. Okay. Um, one of the great stories, I think, of its type that, that, that speaks to modern basketball as much as any individual has spoken to modern basketball, the evolution of the NBA, the hostile takeover of the three, the realization of for big men that they can't go back and, and be George Mike in, in 2023, right? Brooke Lopez. I urge people listening to this podcast, go look up, go Google Brook Lopez, go look, you can find him easy, and look up the beginning of his, his career arc and his stats. Look up his career. Look up how he literally did not take a three or two or maybe a half a dozen in the first X years of his career. And you know they were at the end of the period, right? Or the 24 second. Oh, sure. Okay. And look at what he's become by work, by hard way. <clears throat> venting himself into a major three-point threat to go along with the fact that he's an all-defensive kind of player. He's a he's got one's underrated careers and players in this league sure. right now. It's what he's accomplished. And by the way, the brother is joining him in Milwaukee again next year. Is going oh, to I didn't know that. The Robins just signed on with the Bucks too. So anyway, uh Brooke Lopez, two years at 48, resigning. Um here's a good one. Anthony Edwards just yesterday. Yeah, you know, the number one draft pick in 2020. He's got five years, 207 uh, yeah. max. For, for, uh, um, Desmond Bale in, in Memphis. That kid is good, by the way. Five years, 207. Tyrese Halliburton, same thing in Indiana. Okay, now the Lakers. Austin Reeves, a year ago at this time. Be honest, yes or no? Did you know he existed on this earth? No. I forgot. I, I'd say no. I'd say I totally forgot in this college career. Austin Reeves just cashed in four years, 56. And uh, D'Angelo Russell got two years, 32. They they, were, uh, they got him. But, the, of course, it's no shock that Kyrie didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I, who, yeah, whatever. Who wants him? But he got three, 126, re-up. Draymond got four, 100 million. Uh Okay, that's about the big ones. One, I forget anything else. Okay, oh, yeah, I, I just. That's uh, uh, not going anywhere. They can have him. What about Holmgren? What'd you think? Oh, summer league, you there's been okay. a Chet Holmgren sighting, ladies and gentlemen, and it was pretty positive the first night. I don't know. I think he played last night too, but I was hoping they'd be the game on TV, but they weren't. It was they, you know, I would I would have watched. That's the guy. I, I I was I would have I was oh, everybody wants to my knife about watching instead of watching the Red Sox. But I would have watched Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren, after you know he 
you know, he's seven feet tall. He weighs about 72 pounds. Uh, you know, he is the skinniest guy to come in. He's even skinnier than Wimbayana, by the way. I know. I and know. Uh, you wonder how that body's going to work. But he's got, he can handle He brought the ball up. He distributed the ball. He did the things. He 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 opened some eyes, and and uh, I, I'm really curious and very curious to see the you know the Thunder you know and and uh, with with, with uh, what he's going to do for them. But just to be aware, he's back, and and if you get a chance, and I'm going to try and see if they're ever on you know. I believe me, I have in the past, Gary. I have not only not watched summer basketball, I have disdained it. I I was just it's, you know it, it just <laughs> slammed it. Oh yeah, it's been a waste. It's a waste of time. But suddenly this year, you think you think uh, Friday night Wimbayana they're going to be on, right? I believe. I would think so. I don't. I don't know. But well, I mean, the NBA, you know, you everybody's play. disappointed because he didn't play against the Lakers on Wednesday night. He didn't play, and uh, <clears throat> but apparently he's going to play. If he's going to play on Friday night, Jan- oh, uh, NBA TV uh, will have that. The seventh of July. You know, suddenly uh, uh, I, I, my, I, I will be paying attention. I think so. Uh, we'll see. Anyway. Chet Holmgren, don't forget about him, and uh, and and uh, uh, you know it's it's going to be interesting because it's, it's just the body is just so you know fragile looking. You just oh, I know to eat a steak. Uh, as we wrap it up, Bob, uh, I want to I want to end on a Celtics note. With everything we've talked about, with the, with the Celtics new look that we've that we've dissected here now, and finally put the Marcus Smart thing to bed with him talking to the media. Is this a wake up call for this team? Has Brad Stevens sent a message to Tatum, to Brown, to you know, to the coaching staff? Guys, I am not standard pat. No one is safe. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. And and I just you know no, I agree. And I I just hope every now everything I've learned, I feel like I've been you know I've gone to one of those uh, you know Chinese re-education camps or something. Everything I've learned about about the the last couple of years of Porzingis, which contradicts my vision of him in New York and, you know, when he first went to Dallas. Uh, I just hope Joe uses him right. Because I read a, another story this week, you know, talking about how, how how effective he was in the, in the post in the mid-range game. You know, the, now, so if you can, if you got, I just want to bounce. Fine if he can make a three. That's great. But that that but no seven three guys should be living on threes. No, you know, that should be a part. If you got a part of the deal, terrific. But it shouldn't be the whole deal. No, it's, it's no. I, I agreed, and I don't think it's <laughs> gonna be. I mean, maybe it is, but I just, you know, Brad Stevens to me is like I said, have a beer with him, have him over for a cookout. He's your neighbor. He's a great guy. I mean, yeah. I've sat and watched our kids were about the same age. This is when he first got here, and they were playing youth basketball. And I never talked Celtics with him. I just, you know, see him at the gym, and he was like another dad. Oh, oh he's another guy. He's just he's another guy, and he's watching his son playing and. I said, how's it going? And, you know, he's kind of like, well, I don't know. Maybe he can hit and catch a baseball or something, you know, like that. Like, my kid's not going to be in the NBA. But when it comes to doing a team, and I remember Tim Welsh told me this, too. When Tim, when when he came into the NBA, Timmy Welsh, former Providence coach, now of ESPN, said, don't look past Brad. He's no pushover. Uh-huh. And, and he said that. And uh-huh. we're seeing it now where – you know, even Marcus said, you know, Brad and I had our moments, uh, but it was all love. And Brad, the GM, dude, you better, he is, he's no pushover. And I think we're seeing it. So I think that's good for Celtics fans. That's my well, final comment. Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, we, the question has been answered. And the question we had, and and, and it was, maybe I, I underestimated the, 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 but the question was, 
okay, are they going to stand pat, ask these guys to do it over again, only better with, with any minor, with minor tweaks, or are they going to do something to shake it up and, and go di- about the business differently? And we've had the answer. Yeah. And, they got too comfortable. Good the answer's yes. They and and that's what he's going to do. And now, now we shall see. Bob Ryan, gentlemen, always a pleasure, my, my friend. Hi, Bob Ryan, brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. Hi, Bob. See you next week.